Here's a look at First News. Fair, accurate, you get the damn truth. Senate Democrats yesterday after the election, they tried to force another voting rights legislation bill through the Senate. This is the fourth time. And the Republicans blocked it. They took control of Washington this year and were optimistic about passing a new voting law. They wanted to eviscerate the Constitution and take away states' rights for making their own election laws and put them in charge, the feds, the Democratic Party, of making the new election laws nationwide. It did not pass. Now they're thinking about changing the Senate rules in order to get it passed before the next election. The OPECers are meeting today. They're going to decide how much oil to pump. Why? Because our cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs president has been calling on them to increase production to make up for the shortage of oil now. The chief OPECer in Saudi Arabia said they have stayed at a steady pace. About $400,000 or 400,000 barrels a day have been added back to the market. They've taken that approach to support prices. Now, we had all the oil that the country needed, folks, just 11 months ago. 11 months ago. And the president and his administration have ruined our energy independence. And now he wants us to rely on Middle Eastern nations for our oil. Britain has granted the authorization of Merck's coronavirus antiviral drug. First pill to show that it can successfully treat COVID-19. The UK is the first country to okay it. It's intended to be taken at home twice a day, five days, if you have a moderate COVID-19 case. The pill will reduce your symptoms, it will speed up your recovery, and could be groundbreaking. Now, in the United States, we're not moving on that one. Hmm. We're not moving on... A relief for COVID-19. We are now pushing more vaccines for kids who are only 60 months old. The woman in charge of weapons on the movie set where Alec Baldwin fatally shot cinematographer said she had inspected the gun he shot but doesn't know how a live round ended up inside. Who put those in there and why is still the question. And a statement from her lawyers that adds that she inspected the rounds, too, before handling the firearm and handing it to their assistant director, David Halls, by spinning the cylinder and showing him all the rounds in it and handing him the firearm. The House is preparing to debate a vote today on Joe Biden's $2 trillion domestic package that will change our weather with about a half a trillion dollars. The Democrats have now bolstered the package. Now they're adding more stuff. They want to add paid family leave, work permits for illegals, and a state and local tax break for the folks of New York in particular. That's a Chuck Schumer add-in for his folks. Eager to show voters they can deliver after a dismal election and finish up the package. Debates expected today. Voting could be Friday. Word out today that China, now over the last 11 months, picking up their nuclear arsenal. They want to increase it by almost 50%. Now that Joe Biden has been president, they're on the move. And what's Israel doing? 
Israel now has started testing a massive inflatable missile detection system designed to hover at high altitudes and detect any long-range threat. They already have a array of sophisticated missile defenses, and they were successful during that 11-day terrorist attack on their nation earlier this year. Their defense ministry said it's one of the world's largest and most up-to-date and modern missile defense system that the world has ever seen. Voters in Texas yesterday pushed back against a lot of these pandemic mandates by Democrats in the country, easing their restrictions on nursing home visits and worship services. A pair of constitutional amendments were passed yesterday that would prohibit big government officials from limiting your religious service rights, preventing people from going in and seeing the elderly at nursing homes. Both passed with significant support in Texas. Voters elsewhere also approved new constitutional rights yesterday because so many are being threatened and taken away. They were on the voter block. A main amendment creates a nation's first right to grow and eat your own food. In New York, voters passed an amendment establishing a right to clean air and water in New York City. Several major coal-using nations are pledging for the first time to phase out their use of coal, and they want to speed up their plans to do so. Others announced commitments on the sidelines of the climate summit in Glasgow. Those committing to new coal commitments were Poland, Ukraine, Vietnam, and Chile. Existing pledges to combat, though changing weather, require countries to stop burning coal in the United States, China, India, in Japan. I don't know how long it will be, though, then until the weather changes once we stop. Uh, nobody has given us that, and nobody has given us what our target temperature is. They all said they want the temperature not to raise 1.5 degrees Celsius in 100 years. So when do we stop? When do we get to the temperature we're supposed to be at? And what temperature is that? And how did they come to that conclusion that that is supposed to be the temperature of the world? That's it. No more changes. Chinese authorities have squelched virtually all online discussions of a sexual assault made by a Chinese professional tennis star against a former top government official. Social media post was blocked as the sexual scandal has taken their country by storm. An all-powerful man force someone to have sex repeatedly uh, following a round of tennis three years ago. And uh, they quieted that. California farmers can't get their crops out. Yeah, even in the midst of this terrible, terrible climate that we all live in, folks, we're seeing record food production in the country. Oh, yeah, the cli- it's just destroying it. I mean, we all need canned goods and chili in the closet. But yet agriculture is doing well. We're producing more food, more vegetables, higher yields for wheat and corn, fatter cattle than we ever have, even as the climate is basically ready to swallow the earth. In California, they can't get, they have so many almonds and walnuts out there, they can't get them out. The ports are all bottled up. California accounts for 16% of all the nation's agricultural exports. 
and the unions and longshoremen have it all bottled up out there in California. John Deere said they're not going back to the bargaining table, and folks, I can't blame them. These greedy workers that they have turned down a 10% raise in the first year and then 5 and 6% years to come. A no premium guarantee for their medical insurance, more contributions to the pension plans when they retire, and they turned it down. They turned it down, rejected it. Pressure on the union to reach a sentiment will mount the longer the workers go without pay. 10,000 of them, 12 different facilities, Iowa, Illinois, Kansas. Japanese video game maker Nintendo said their profit dropped 19% in the first half of the fiscal year. Received a big lift the previous year, but that's good news to me. Nintendo, behind Super Mario and Pokemon, reported a $1.5 billion profit, but that's down 19% from where they were. So, By the way, in case you didn't hear this news story yesterday, you know, you know what the average screen time is now among our teenagers and children? Hmm? You know what that is? Hmm. About seven and a half hours of screen time now every day. Seven and a half hours of screen time. Wow. Every day now. Asian stock markets up today. South Korea, Australia, China, they're all on the way up. Wall Street indexes higher also yesterday. Investors are watching for upcoming earnings reports that will be coming out. Our nation's top economic official, our Federal Reserve Chair, Jerome Powell, said in a news conference yesterday, we're going to stick by our economic forecast that COVID-19 will eventually fade, which in turn will enable the supply chain bottlenecks to unsnarl, and that will mean more people will return to the workforce, and that will mean the economy could strengthen and inflation pressures will ease. That's, that's great. They have our top economic guy throw out a bunch of ifs and maybes and coulds. That's great. That's wonderful. Folks, what do you think an extra $2 trillion printed up money by the government will do to inflation? What do you think that will do to inflation? Everyone knows the top economic advisors can tell you what an influx of government money will do to inflation. But the feds right now, they're just kind of... Uh, backing off a little bit. Japan's top automaker, Toyota, reporting a 33% jump in their fiscal quarter profit. Toyota recorded a $5.5 billion profit July, August, and September. Quarterly sales were up. Supply chain disruptions, though, in computer chips caused by the pandemic's impact have hurt all the world's automakers. No, no. No, the computer, none of these were caused by the pandemic. Folks, a disease does not have the ability to make corporate decisions, government decisions, state decisions, nation decisions. A disease can't make that. True. A disease gets no vote. A disease is not elected. A disease has no power. None of those decisions were made by the disease. Montana's elected educational leader said she is now crafting a rule that will give parents the ability to opt out of some local school board policies, including the mask mandate. Superintendent of Public Instruction Elsie Arnson spoke about her rule during a discussion of parental rights 
on Monday. She said the state needs a rule with more teeth in it than one the health department issued in August that had very little effect. The Montana School Board Association argues that community elected school boards and not the state superintendent have the authority to oversee the schools. A 57-year-old Cascade County man was sentenced to 20 years in prison for cutting his father's throat with an electric knife two years ago. It killed him. The attack was December of 2019. The judge gave him 40 years in prison, 20 suspended. Man, yesterday, downtown in Jake's went berserk, went in there, disgruntled, started attacking people with a steak knife. Five people were hurt, none real seriously. Two of them went to the hospital before police were able to stop the situation, but caused a stir for a moment downtown. They have him in custody. He's lucky he wasn't shot graveyard dead by people in Montana who pack constantly. Hey, there's another Democrat in the race for Montana's new U.S. House seat. Expanding their field of candidates now, this before the boundaries and of our congressional districts are finalized, former state lawmaker Tom Winter of Missoula will also join Democrat lawmaker Laurie Bishop, public health professor Cora Newman, and Monica Trinnell. The Republican field includes two uh, former, well, and former U.S. Secretary of Interior, Ryan Zinke, former state senator Al Osheski, and a pastor, Mary Todd. The census gave us a second seat, and so we're trying to redistrict the boundaries that we went over earlier this morning for you. If you missed it, it was classic. They have to do it by November the 14th. And cars already know how to park themselves. But worn-out, drowsy drivers sometimes fall asleep in their car. Sometimes they suffer a health problem. The cars now that Mazda has in the works for the next year in Japan will know when a driver has a stroke or a heart attack. By 2025, the cars will even know when the drivers are about to have a sudden health problem and warn them, according to the Japanese automaker. What's involved? Data from cameras inside the car. The technology will be offered in some of their real affordable models. The technology holds promise for one of the most advanced aging societies in the world that will be able to pick up when you're about to uh, have a stroke or a heart attack or something like that. So that'll be interesting to see how that works. Well, that could be sort of terrifying. The car pulls over and, hey, get ready. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's right. <laughs> Yeah. I I don't know what's coming, but I just know it's bad. (laughs) Yeah. Get on your phone. In sports yesterday, it was announced that Aaron Rodgers got COVID. It was the only story on ESPN all day. They are giddy with anticipation because he has sparred with the media, and this is a chance for them to uh, get after him a little bit because supposedly during the preseason, he said he had been immunized, and so uh, he hasn't been wearing the mask when he's supposed to wear the mask and everything else. And the funny part is... Uh, when they announced that he's not playing this weekend against Kansas City, it was a pick 'em game in Vegas. They didn't have a favorite, and now Kansas City is a seven-point favorite because Aaron Rodgers isn't going to play. <laughs> so <laughs> makes that much difference. From the Weather Center, it looks like uh, 67 degrees today, 64 tomorrow, and then 63 on Saturday. Do have a little chance of showers. 
coming in on uh, Sunday and Monday, and temperatures will get a little cooler. We're going to go back down into the upper 40s and uh, 50s for the first part of next week. But, heck, for the second week of November, uh, you can't complain about that. And, uh, yeah, 50s basically all through uh, all through next week. So... Just a slight chance of shower, too, on Sunday when it gets a little cooler. That's what's happening. Mark and Paul here together. He's been recording some crap over there today. I can't wait <laughs> to hear that. And you're going to get it in just I a minute. <laughs> Who, who's excited about a Welsh version of Rhiannon? Great. I knew you would be. Oh, I could hardly wait. <laughs>